0: Chicago, thank you and welcome to WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. I'd like to take this moment to talk about our social media outlets and the platforms you can listen and find us on. You can follow us on Twitter at WCSN312. Like us on our Facebook at Windy City Sports Network or at WCSN312. We also recently just joined Instagram and you can follow us there at WCSN312 as well. We post all our shows to listen to on our social media outlets. If you're driving to work, you're driving back home from work, working out or just chilling at home, pop on your headphones, you can listen to us on many platforms. Number one is iTunes. Our goal is to become a top 100 podcast. We need your help by going on iTunes, rate us by giving us five stars and subscribe. We're on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, our original platform SoundCloud, Overcast, CastBox, Podbean, the podcast app, and most recently, Google Play. Search for Windy City Sports Network and you'll find us there. All platforms are free to you and available on iOS or Android phones, tablets, Apple TV, or any mobile devices or computers. We are beginning to do quick live pre-shows on our social media outlets, so make sure you follow or like us there. We will be live on Periscope, which is via our Twitter and Facebook live before every live broadcast. Lastly, you can watch us live. Interact with us via the chat rooms on our newly launched YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Windy City Sports Network, and subscribe to our channel. You can watch us live or watch any of our older podcasts there. We created our YouTube channel for you, our fans, to interact with us during our shows. Ask us any questions, and we will spew our opinions. We will be broadcasting CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, every Friday at 7 p.m. live. And bi-weekly, every Wednesday at 7 p.m., Talk Radio will be live. Only on our YouTube channel, so subscribe now. If you have any questions, you can use our social media outlets or email us at WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com. Like I have said many times before on this show, this is a passion project. We don't make any money off of this and we have expenses, equipment, distribution costs, etc. If you guys enjoy our show and would like to buy us a beer, you can and it would be greatly appreciated. Go to our Patreon page, become our patron and you can donate as much as you want. We will have rewards updated monthly in return. Just go to our Patreon page at Windy City Sports Network. Again, remember, we are WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, built by the fans for the fans. We would like to thank all our affiliates and sponsors for supporting WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. Here's a quick message from one of our affiliates. Thinking of starting your own podcast? Don't know what software or distributor to use? It's real easy and simple with Podbean. Go to podbean.com backslash WCSN 312. Podbean is the world's leading podcast publishing platform. Over 100,000 people worldwide choose Podbean to create their podcasts. Your all-in-one podcasting solution. With Podbean, you create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. You get unlimited podcasting, comprehensive stats, custom branding, reliable media hosting. You can share almost everywhere and get huge audience engagement. The community in Podbean is over 172,000 podcasters, over 5.8 million episodes, and has 5.4 billion downloads. Plans go as low as $9 a month for unlimited audio and $29 a month for unlimited video and audio. If you go through our link, you get your first month free. Give them a try. Go to www podbean.com backslash WCSN three one two Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. This is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry, from the NBA, NFL, MLB, EPL, and so much more. CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City. From the Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports to the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. So. Tom Chris isn't here. Yes, and we actually, uh, without a problem, like without not even one glitch. It's amazing.
1: Yup, he's not here, and I'm, I'm so glad. I'm just.
0: Yeah, supposedly he had, uh, he had dinner with Monica. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm just sick and tired of working for his stupid production company. I wish this wasn't his.
0: Yeah, baby steps here. We'll see what happens. Yeah, let's fire him. Fire, fire. But uh, it, it just, it, whatever. It's, it's funny how he goes around and tells everybody how he's dating Monica, too, and stuff. But. I know, he delusional. It's all good, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what happens. Go in corporate world and they can't be together. I mean,
1: Nick, we all had an imaginary girlfriend at some point, right?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't think this one's imaginary. Um, (laughs) Welcome, guys. Uh, CSCR, we are about 10 minutes late, uh, but this is episode 35. Uh, I know we've been gone for a while. Uh, We came back um, Wednesday to WTR and uh had a good show uh this is cscr we've been gone for about two weeks i think two and a half weeks uh and uh we have we've been gone since i think the nfl draft so um we're going to go over some of that towards the end of the show we're going to talk about nba playoffs which is the hottest thing right now uh there's some other topics here and there i think that we're going to talk about and uh the nba draft uh where the bulls came in we're going to talk about the uh platini news i think which is what we might start with but um uh there's a lot of stuff going on man it's going to be like a packed show we're going to try to get it all in in about uh an hour uh because at eight o'clock um and that's actually 40 minutes so at eight o'clock we're doing a new segment uh which is going to be called Seinfeld episode one and the reason we called it Seinfeld is because it's really uh, Seinfeld was a show about nothing but uh, regardless, um, we're going to talk about uh, the number one show um, in the world currently. So excited for that. Right now, which is Cobra Kai. Um, and I know for people our age that remember in our youth, uh, Karate Kid, it's a spinoff of that. Uh, we're going to talk about details and, and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do spoilers, though. Should we do? Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We're, we're recovering full blast. If you didn't watch it, shame on you.
0: Yeah, because I think people who are going to listen to this anyways later already have watched it.
1: Yeah, it is a review, right?
0: So, yeah, it's a review. So, we're going to go over talk about it um, and then talk about just the regular stuff going on in the world. Um, Nothing really super negative, but uh, I want to talk about the royal wedding a little bit uh, and just other stuff like that. Um, But in any case, uh, whatever comes to the top of our head, we're going to talk about it and we're going to spew our opinions. Um, Look, look, hop, hop.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. That's brilliant. Yeah, he's here. He hasn't killed you yet?
0: No. Oh, okay. See? He's, so he's here all the time. He looks kind of
1: creepy. I think he's looking at me, man.
0: Hold on. Let me clear Seriously. it here a little bit. So There's he like can... a little glare. No, here, this is even better. Look, put the mic on. Oh, to no. Yes. You're ridiculous. That's awesome. If we can get the headset around him, too, that would be even better.
1: Yeah. That'd Was be he man. using this? Is Sorry that for his... the guys
0: listening to the podcast because I know we get more listeners via our podcast than we do in our podcast. Um, uh, live video feed so we're it's just funny if you guys can subscribe to our youtube channel uh you guys can see all of it but um um, i apologize for the people listening on podcast versions and stuff but uh regardless oh i had i show we got to show the shirts let's do it so i don't have all of them i left the wtr shirt at uh home um i'll bring it next wednesday when we do the wtr but this is the that's the WCSN now it comes in five different colors so
1: I know purple's your favorite
0: now this is actually like a blue dude and then the back obviously is uh the at for our Twitter account Facebook account and all that stuff but um these are um they're not up on bonfire anymore uh I am gonna put them back up um so we'll have these back up we'll have the WTRs uh WTR and Hop Hop actually had the best selling shirts um on Bonfire. So those will be back up. Uh, and then we will have, um, that's Jackman calling, believe it or not. Oh my God. He's listening, he said. So uh, whatever the case is, um, Jackman couldn't make it today. We we're trying to get him here. That's why that's an empty seat there and Hop Hop filled in for him. So yeah. Um, and then Wild Bill couldn't make it either. Um, so uh, Hop Hop, obviously. That's why it's always good to have Hop Hop here. You know what Oh, I mean? he's not going anywhere. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You, you like the logo with the bats and stuff? Cups, yeah. Hat? Yeah. So, uh, what, what did you say he looked like a... <laughs> he looked like he looks like creep. some kind of
1: serial killer, some <laughs> yeah, kind of so,
0: creep. Like what? Yeah. He does look a little creepy up there when you look at him. I mean, him. he's looking right at me. No, no matter where yeah, you go. It's not a good way, yeah. Yeah, no matter where you go, his eyes follow you. It's like, dude, stop looking at me. It's like he's looking at the back of my head right now. <laughs> yeah. It's it's awkward, but it's okay. it's okay. Um, So, um, what else was there? Oh, I had a new intro for you, Pistoleros. Really? I had a couple. Please new-
1: don't tell me Tom Chris picked it out.
0: No, no, no. You know how we had the love songs for Tom Chris? Yeah. Uh, because he was dating, but I had some uh, newer ones. Okay. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find them. Tell- you got to tell me if you like these or not. All right. Cool. All right. Oh, yeah. Wait. Sh- You know who that is, right? Yeah. Check this check. Three faces. He says bang bang. Alright, so that's one. Do you like that? It's not bad. Alright, the other one we had was which I think oh wait a minute. I didn't play it for you when you were here? No. Um, hold on, let me get the other one. I like the other one. I think we all agreed to do the other one. But that was, I thought, was better for you. Let me see if I can find it. Pistoleros. It's the
1: uh,
0: sound effects store, as Taz would say. Um, All right, you ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Didn't I play this one for you? No. I don't even know what language this is. Hey, 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 South Serbian. That's what I thought. it yeah. was, Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's do that. Yeah.
0: You like that let's, one better? Yeah. All right.
1: That's me. It just makes me want to bounce my shoulders up and right. down. So let's get, get into it. We'll do so, some coal.
0: So we can finish this quick. We got about 40 minutes. It's 7:20. All right, let's go. Uh, we got about 20 minutes. We're going go. to get it over with. So, um, the first thing I want to uh, I want to start with. Well, let's go to the NBA playoffs. Really Warriors quick. are winning
1: it. Okay, go ahead.
0: Sorry. So. Um, we actually went through an uh, RNBA nba breakdown when we were going through before the playoffs even started, and uh, we and I'll, I'm going to break it down by bracket. So Houston and Minnesota, we all picked Houston. Everyone was on the same page there. Um, and obviously, thank you to Pat the Designer um, from Windy City to the Breeze, if you guys can follow him on his YouTube channel as well too. Um, I called him the Stephen A. Smith of Chicago. The guy was very knowledgeable, right? He was. He, would say. he was good. The guy was hugely knowledgeable. Good, good input. And, good uh, insight. I, uh, we're going to have him back on again obviously he's huge on, on football too so we'll probably have him on talk about football as well soon um, then we had uh, OKC and Utah and we were sort of split I think me and Chris ended up going um, OKC because uh, OKC of age and then you and uh, what's his name uh, Pat the designer ended up going with Utah Utah ended up taking it and that was actually a pretty good series I liked this series Um, the one I think that surprised a lot of people uh, Portland and the Pelicans and the Pelicans swept them Yep, that was pretty disgraceful and sad uh, to see that happen to Portland Um, but I mean it is what it is that happened that was a big surprise for me and uh, the Pelicans ended up advancing Golden State San Antonio Golden State. I mean, there you can't. um, I know you picked them to go all the way, but I know it's. And then it didn't help that Pop's wife passed away as well during this time, and just made things worse. So I'm not even going to talk too much about them, anyways. So then going into the West, and we'll keep advancing. It was Houston and Utah, and uh, that was actually an okay series, um, but Houston obviously was the better team, and Houston came out top of that one. Uh, what did you think on that?
1: Yeah, they just had more firepower, and uh, yeah. and Rubio was out, so yeah, it, that, that was big for them. In it was, a way, it hurt Pat, them.
0: Pat called it, and he said it right when he said, hey, you know what, Houston's the kind of team that says, hey, we're going to go out there, and we're going to score 175 points, try and catch us. Yep, it, It's not about defense for, for Houston. It's about scoring 150 points and try to catch up with us, yep. and that's all it is basically. Um, second up that was the Pelicans in Golden State. I thought it would have been a little bit more tighter, Golden State. Just sort of killed them.
1: Yep, same story. They they just do what. Yeah, the matchups
0: just just didn't didn't work out for the Pelicans and. Uh, Nikolai Miritich's shaven beard didn't work out. Yep. Um. And Golden State went in there. And then I think all of us called it. It was going to be Houston and Golden State. And we're looking at that right now, and it's 1-1, and it's pretty good. So yep. uh, game one, Golden State obviously took. Game two, Houston did the whole philosophy of, again, we're going to score 130 points, try and catch up with us, and Golden State couldn't. So um, I was talking to Jackman. Jackman still thinks the Warriors are still going to come up top on that one. I'm Houston. I actually picked Houston to go all the way. I thought it was Houston's year. Um, I'm still going to go for Houston. And today is perfect because none of them are playing. They're going to play tomorrow. So we'll see what catches up there. But, I mean, what's your take on Houston-Golden State? Who do you think?
1: Well, let me tell you. I mean, let's look at it objectively, right? First of all, the two games were played in Houston, right, and they split it. Right. Yes. If Houston hadn't won those games, nobody could even say Houston could win. Yeah. Here's the thing: the next two games are in Golden State or Oakland. Let's call they it. They
0: have to split there.
1: They're yes. They're not going to beat Golden, or Golden State at home. They're just not going to.
0: If they can take one game from from them, if they can, it'll be a series. State, then yeah, I think it's going to be a seven game series. I
1: think it'll go six, and Golden State's going to take it. Here's why. Let me tell you the reason why. Uh, Golden State and Houston pretty much play the same game give Houston an edge on the defense, right, a little bit. Golden mm. State simply does what Houston does better than they do. So if they're both high-scoring teams, and they go off, man, a 12-point lead will evaporate like it's nothing yeah. against Golden State. They're scary for that reason. Against
0: both teams, really. I mean, if you're looking at over a 10-point lead, yeah. I mean, it couldn't disappear in a minute and a half.
1: Yeah, but but you got to look at their weapons, and this is where Golden State takes the cake. Other than Harden and him getting forty some odd points, who do they have that can go off?
0: That's the thing. Capella really hasn't stepped up these last two games. So yeah, um, and those are guys that I would. CP three has been actually doing pretty decent.
1: And that's funny because CP three, that's not his role on that it's team. Not, he's a creator. He's, yeah, you know.
0: So I mean, I I think if you start seeing Capella wake up, uh, you might start seeing Houston do some damage.
1: Yeah, I mean they're relying on guys like Ariza. Eric Gordon's got to do
0: more work too. Yeah, he does. You know? he does. Definitely, he's he reminds me of Eric Bledsoe on Milwaukee. Yes, and why yeah. they sort of failed, but mm-hmm. um, it, it is what it is. But that's going to be a good series, and I think whoever wins out of that, I think we're all calling it that. That's probably who's going to win the whole thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes, but yeah, I, I would I would say that I still got to see some more some more games. All
0: right, so then out of the East, we are looking at um, t- it was Toronto and Washington. Uh, all of us ended up going Toronto. Uh, that that actually. Um, that series was sort of closer and more than I anticipated it at least. So Yo. um Toronto ended up going uh Cleveland and Indiana Indiana shocked me.
1: You guys were very wrong on that one. All yeah, four of you. and all three um of
0: you. I we all said 4-0 sweep Cleveland. I said four. I I ended up rooting for the Pacers. I wanted the Pacers to take it. Yeah. I mean oh, 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 what's his name? Um Stevenson. Oh, well, not he did good too, but um oh, oh, uh Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Ol- Oladipo, whatever. Uh, Oladipo. Oladipo. Um, Oladipo was I, – I, it lights out. Like, that guy was like – you thought he was probably one of the top three players in the NBA today, yep. the way he was playing on that team. So, um, very interesting. Um, I was rooting for Indiana. Um, we'll see what happens and if they can keep that team together. Uh, and what's his name? Sabonis's kid. Yes. Something else, man. That guy really Strong. shocked me as well. Yeah.
1: Bogdanovich had a couple good games. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, Indiana
0: hopefully can keep it together and they can have some better seasons. So uh, then you had Philadelphia and Miami. Philly beat Miami. Um, Boston and Milwaukee, that was a series. And uh, a lot of us thought, I think all of us picked Mo- uh, Milwaukee, right?
1: Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, And um, Boston, man, surprising <laughs> everybody right now. Yeah. So, uh, Wild Bill, I think, said it best when he ended up saying that. You know what? This team is without their two top players, too, on top of it. So, can you imagine next year what those guys are going to look like Aww. when you got Haywood and Ir- Irvin back? That's going to be ridiculous for for the for the Celtics. But that young team is so one. Uh, this is all I can say about Boston right now. Their coaching is top top class. Stevens, right now. yep, top class disciplined good the players listen hard and working. they have they bought into this coach all of them there's not one guy like in the cleveland cavaliers like lebron when lou says something then someone disagrees no whatever steven says that's what happens and they all bought in and they all they all look at him at, at a higher level so um and these kids run man i mean i'm just look at smart and the way he was playing defense I mean that's just nuts. Yeah, he maintained LeBron. Yeah, in, wow, especially so, in Game One. I mean, we haven't seen like a shutdown guy like that in a while on yeah. one of the best players in the league. Yep. So um, then you had Toronto and Cleveland uh, in the <laughs> second round, and Toronto did exactly I think what we all said that they choke.
1: Uh, I, you know, I thought they were going to do it. I, I thought, did too. You know, and, I hoped. and
0: and they just choked. They couldn't make it. Um, and now there's rumors of DeRozan potentially being traded now. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see what happens he, in the offseason there.
1: He can't carry a team. I mean, I've said it before. I think it's time um, I think it's time know, for Toronto shot, to
0: cut it too. Game a
1: shot. Yeah, Can it's time
0: it. to move on for Toronto as a team and say, you know, we ain't going to go with this guy. So and 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 to think about it, you're going to get um you're going to get more for your value trading him away yeah, than you are anybody else. Those, yeah. Um, then you ended up getting, uh, it was Philly in Boston and that was a hell of a series as well, too. And I, I was rooting for Philly. I wanted Philly. I had actually Philly going to the, uh, semis against Cleveland, and uh, that didn't happen. Boston surprised us again. Yep. And, and again, Ben Simmons, one-point game. You know what I mean? Like These guys are shutting down defensively. Yep. If you think of Boston right now and the way they're playing, they're not playing like Houston and Golden State where it's basically all. no defense. Yeah, These guys are playing both, both sides of the court, mm-hmm. and it's grind every single minute. So Boston right now is playing a game that – I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Boston's gonna end up beating Cleveland. I mean, I know. um, I think Jackman was telling me earlier today. He still thinks Cleveland's gonna win it. I I don't (laughs) know, man. If you think about it, with all these, all these, all this stuff going out about LeBron, LeBron scored a forty-point triple-double, and three other players or the rest of his team scored four freaking points in the starting lineup. I mean, where's Kevin Love? I mean, honestly, he's deteriorated to me i mean kevin love to me is not he's not the player he used to um he's he's not even a contrib- contributor right now and it, it's literally lebron playing the celtics cleveland has no other players on that team right now that's actually helping or supporting lebron so um i don't think lebron's got it in him um I will give him a lot of credit, and I know that when he beat uh, Toronto, he pulled it out of his ass, and I wouldn't say pulled it out of his ass. I think he he performed how – and he showed people how good he was. But at the end of the day, I don't think he's going to be able to take these young guys, man. It's just too much, I think, for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing. I'm going to go against Boston one more time in that series. So you I,
0: think Cleveland's going to win too? Here's
1: the thing. I like Boston. I like the way they play. I think they, they're they awesome. Had they had Kyrie, I would have picked them as favorites. Yeah. Um, you can't underestimate star power at high moments is what I've learned. And somehow, some way, if it becomes a 2-2 series in Cleveland, we got a whole different series again. And, true. And who's going to win, you know? when it's a, when it it's comes a down to the series, best yeah, of three. you got to go LeBron. You got to go LeBron. So I still, I want Boston to win, but I won't believe it until I see it. It's one of those things.
0: Yeah, do you really think that they're going to tie the series up?
1: I do. A part of me, you know, especially because the world's given up on them and now we're like, for sure. When it becomes 3-0, I'm going to change my mind. But I won't believe it until I see it, man. It's like, prove to me you can beat them.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, Houston, Golden State, um, you're saying Warriors. Golden State. I'm going Houston on that one. I'm hoping Houston takes it. Uh, Cleveland and Boston. I don't know, man. I think right now I'm up in the air. I'm half and half. Uh, It's almost like what you said. Um, I think if if Boston goes 3-0, then I think I'm going Boston's way. Um, But if if it goes 2-2, man, you can't count LeBron out. You just can't sometimes. It's... It's just something you just can't do, and um, I don't know, but that's going to be very interesting. Um, and then it, I, I'm going to just go on a limb and go Boston. So if it's going to be – it might be Houston, Boston. You're thinking Warriors. Yeah, Warriors,
1: Cleveland, Cleveland uh, part three or whatever. Part, yeah, part, part th- four. Th- I think it's part three. It Jeez, it's Not so four yet. Annoying. Yeah, it's getting annoying.
0: <laughs> um, what's up, Scotty? Uh, thank you for jumping on. Um, and uh, so far – oh, so the NBA draft happened. Um I had the whole order brought up. So um, the Bulls, I don't know. Had, uh, we actually dropped. Um, so Phoenix ended up taking the number one spot. They obviously had the, the, the most amount of balls inside the lottery system. So they ended up getting it. Sacramento got number two. Um, and That's Sacramento big. actually moved up the most because they were originally seventh. And they moved up into the lottery. Uh, Atlanta moved up one, so the Hawks are getting three. Memphis dropped down from two, now they're four. The Mavericks were three, they dropped to five. Orlando dropped down one to, uh, to six. And then the Bulls are picking at seven. We were originally six. So in the lottery system, Sacramento got basically a gift given to them to jump up to number two. So when you're looking at it, um, overall and then oh by the way Cleveland's got another draft pick at eight so and we'll talk a little bit more about that stuff that's and big and the 76ers got a 10 pick for, from the Lakers so seven and then the Knicks get nine um, the Bulls also get to the 22nd pick uh, via the Pelicans from the Nikolai Miritich trade so we get two first round picks this year alone so um, when you're looking at overall players in depth um Uh, I I was talking to Pistoleros about uh, Luca, who's overseas right now in Real Madrid, um, and he was playing today, and I saw part of the game, and, I mean, that was the kid's lights out. So I've been watching more and more of him just to see um, the type of player he is um, because everyone's talking so much about him. Um, I know they're saying DeAndre Ayton's potentially going to go number one, Um, but now they're saying that Luca's old coach from Real Madrid is now in in the Suns organization. So there's a huge potential that Phoenix may consider on taking Luka first. Um, the kid's young. He's got a huge upside. Are you going to get more impact out of Luka, or are you going to get more impact out of um, someone like an Aiton? Not sure, but – Uh, It'll work either way, I think, for Phoenix. Now, this morning, it was discussed that Phoenix is open to trade the number one pick as well. So they're listening to offers out there. So um, I don't think they're going to end up trading it. I think they keep it. And I think because of Luca's old coach being in the Phoenix Sun organization, I truly believe that Luca ends up going number one. I mean, the game he had today was amazing. Um, Can he play at that caliber in the NBA is my question.
1: Well, here's the thing. His style fits into the Suns' system them yeah remember that yeah so that's key right does he fit into the bulls i don't know the bulls don't handle that he's not gonna
0: go if he first he also announced that he does not know if he's leaving europe quite yet okay so that's the other question too now he was telling people before he's gone he's gone he's gone he's gone and then today he threw all saying hey i've got two more games these might not be my last games here so that threw a curveball to anyone everyone but um if he decides to come here, there's no way he's he's going a seven. He's going one or two, period. It's going to be Aiton or Luca going one or two, and that's it. Then after that is going to be Bagley. So um, if Luca goes to Phoenix, I think you're going to go Aiton to Sacramento, um, and then you're going to have Bagley in Atlanta. Um, now, when you're talking about luca that may also affect the number seven pick because right now if luca comes to the states and plays for the nba you're going to have basically two picks and i know we've been talking about this a lot it's either going to be bridges or it's going to be porter and i know a lot of people are sort of on a fence with this where bridges at least has the maturity level he's junior so he's got more maturity he has not really no major injuries um and he's a solid player um, then you go to Porter, who, in my opinion, is probably more talented than Bridges, but he's a much younger player, and two, um, he's got a lot of injuries where he's got back issues, shoulder issues. So you, you don't know. I know people are saying there are not major problems, there are not major issues, but um, and there's even some analysts saying that Porter's probably the most talented player in that draft. So overall, you're looking at the Bulls, if Luka comes here, having to pick between Bridges and Porter. So we'll see what happens. I think right now as I'm looking at it and and, and researching it more and more, I would lean a little bit more towards Porter. I think it will impact the Bulls greater um, and and in a much quicker fashion, I think, for us.
1: Yeah, they could probably build a better team around him too, They right?
0: definitely can. So, I mean, obviously they're going to have to play around with the roster too and see what's going to go on. I mean, um, the finisher, um, what's his name, Lori, is going to be the power forward. Um, I mean, you could potentially move him to center. I don't think so. Um, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with Lopez. That's too much money. They're going to either have to – like trade him i don't know what they're gonna end up doing but they got to figure something out to get rid of him Um, but lopez has got to leave if they're going to end up signing a free agent center or they're going to draft a center at 22 uh, we'll see what happens uh zach they have to sign levine so he's going to be your shooting guard so basically in my opinion your your point guard and your shooting guard are set you've got done levine period then you got marketing at power forward. If you bring in Porter, you put Porter at small forward, and then you're just missing a center in your starting lineup, and you've got one of the best young cores potentially in the NBA. I mean, I don't think he's going to leave, but what if we ended up getting Capella? He's a free agent after this year. That that would be big. And I actually have been sane to try to get him. I mean, Capella's if, a gritty guy too. Yeah, if you can get Porter – draft maybe another point... Oh, no, hold on. I'll tell you the other news which upset me when I heard it. Um, draft maybe... I know you got Valentine. Um, maybe draft like a shooting, a backup shooting guard because you still have Portis. So with a 22 pick, draft maybe a backup shooting guard for us, a young shooting guard, and then go find the center in Capella once you get rid of Lopez. Um, I'm also sad into the fact that we got Felicio unlike th- that huge contract, and he's just going to be your backup center. Guy's not... He's not caliber, yeah. He's not a caliber for a starter. So, I mean, we've got a a backup center making starting center money, uh, and that I think is a flop too. But um, there's ways around it um, where they can make this thing happen and make it work. Um, But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, But, I mean, I think if we get Porter and a a backup shooting guard, I think you're looking good. The other rumors was that D. Rose has been uh, seen um, in – in uh, the Bulls' facilities lately. So there are rumors that they potentially may try to sign him as a backup point guard to help with the, with the kids. So um, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know my thoughts about that. I mean, for a kid who's known to be depressed um, and, and, and not really be uh, – not have a voice, I guess, in the locker room or on the team, um, I don't, I don't, is that really smart to do? I mean, the Bulls are desperate. At
1: this point, it's like <laughs>
0: – you don't – yeah, but – Take a shot on the dark. I, I can't even see D-Rose being like a coach. I've never even seen him speak like that or or like boss people around. Like I, I, I just don't see it. I, I don't understand why you even – I don't know. I mean, I know that if they sign him and he signs, he wouldn't – for some reason him and Reinsdorf are like that. And by the way, they actually ended That's up moving – they ended up moving all um, business operations to Michael Reinsdorf now. So Michael Reinsdorf is the uh, the guy who runs the entire Chicago Bulls system right now. Wow. And then uh, Jerry is focusing on the White Sox rebuild and what's going on there as well too. So um, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the draft. We'll see what happens in the offseason. I mean, there's a lot of rumors going around. There's rumors that Leonard in San Antonio, um, his people are playing the big game uh, where – Uh, They basically told him don't respond to the team and don't talk to them. And just they're trying to basically piss San Antonio off. Uh, They've demanded a trade. Uh, They've been looking for a trade. Um, And then the rumors are that he's asked to go either to L.A. And there has been more rumors now that came out that Chicago may be a potential spot, landing spot for uh, Leonard, which would be another great pickup if that happened. But I don't know why he would want to come here.
1: Exactly, it would be great for Chicago. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it would great be for great for
0: Chicago. But I mean, unless they draft some good people and get rid of Lopez, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I for him coming to LA, he knows what he's getting. Yeah, but the th- if you think about it, LA and Chicago—they're in the same boat. The only issue is LA's in his hometown.
1: That that's true, and but at the end of the day, it comes down to culture, right? You got to look at the team's culture,
0: and if you like the coach, so the thing yes. is, is he going to get along with Hoiberg, or is he going to get along with Walton?
1: But they're both weak coaches, right? I mean, Popovich. Well, he can't and handle Spurs. He Can't
0: handle Popovich. That's why he wants to leave. I think they that's said him. right now the relationship between him and Pop is broken, and it can't be fixed. It's severed.
1: He's he'll talk to him. Popovich. He, have a he conversation. already
0: has, and his team already told Leonard not to respond. So it's at the point where I guess this has happened previously. And he just hasn't said much about it. They kept it down low. Um, And it's at the point where he's just like, I'm done. Man, I forgot the guy who was on there. I showed uh, Jackman the thing. There was oh, Stephen Jackson, uh, who was on the Spurs, um, yeah, he he was on came out. His- and when he was on the herd, he outright said that Popovich ran it like it was like a mafia. He told players to tell like the media that Parker's the best guy in the team when he clearly wasn't. So he, only, he, said, he basically said Popovich favored his favorites and that's it. And the rest of the team he didn't care about. And they treated him pretty badly. So he liked, and he said this openly. He's unheard. I should have had the skit so I can play it. He said openly he loved Duncan, he loved Ginobili, and he loved Parker. And no matter what, they were the guys, and they always happened. And that's it.
1: But, but a team needs that. A team needs its hierarchy. It needs its structure. Who's Steven Jackson? What uh, no, the hell know, did he do in his I'm, career besides I'm just start saying, a fight? There was
0: other guys where he said he didn't like the way Popovich coached and stuff. So we, we got into this argument as well with LeBron. Do you really think LeBron could, could play for a Popovich? i don't think so
1: i don't think so and i don't because think of the he's way lebron it, yeah. is yeah he,
0: he would get pissed off and leave popovich would tell him hey this is the way it's going to happen if you don't want to do it go somewhere else that's why when you look at lebron when he goes to all these teams he's got weak coaches because in a way lebron's the coach yeah lebron's telling these guys what to do and stuff but so. at the
1: same time he's still got highly paid players you superstars could, you, you, you could
0: have i'm telling you right now phil jackson and pat riley couldn't coach lebron james And it's not that they're not good enough because they're the best coaches out there or were some of the best coaches out there to play. That's just, in my opinion, LeBron James. He's not coachable.
1: I think Phil Jackson could. Pat, I don't know about. I like Pat. I think he's awesome. I don't – here's the thing. Uh, Phil, first of all, has that credibility. He's had Michael Jordan. He's had Kobe Bryant. I think the two best players in recent
0: history. Yeah, but there are different players. Michael Jordan listened to all his coaches, Doug Collins, Phil Jackson. He would sit there and listen. You know what I mean? You you don't see LeBron doing that. LeBron sits there. He listens to Lou or whoever the guy was in Miami, Spolestra. And then he would just jump right up and just start yelling at the team, like interrupt the coach. It's like, dude, Phil Jackson would be like, whoa, <laughs> no, 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 sit down. And if he wouldn't, then would be like, all right, then go to the, go to the locker room. You're not okay. playing. Yeah, wow. Well. I just don't think it would happen. And, and there's a big difference. I know everyone's like, well, look at Phil Jackson was able to calm down Dennis Rodman. Completely different. Dennis Rodman needed a father figure.
1: So did Daly, though. So, yeah, but yeah.
0: Rodman needed a father figure, and when he looked up to people like Daly and, and Phil, he looked at him like a dad. When you look at LeBron James, he's not looking for a father figure. He's trying to be the alpha male.
1: Well, that's true, but don't you think that a dominant coach can also put him in his place and let him know that he's just the single player and that he can't do it alone? I mean, it's, a, it's the game of basketball. Yeah.
0: I mean, whatever. I, I just That's my, my opinion on there. Um, the other rumor is that LeBron James is going around and telling family and friends that he's leaving Cleveland and that he doesn't think that Cleveland – I think what it is more with him is that he can't go to Cleveland right now and ask him to trade everybody all over again <laughs> for a second time in within a year. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's at the point where if you look at Cleveland, I know they've got the number – I forgot what it was, six or something pick – there's not much they can do right now to fix that. So
1: Yeah, and he's not going to let anybody grow. Kyrie yeah. left
0: because Kyrie left because of him. Yeah, Look at IT left because of him. Yeah. So you got all these players that uh, that one and, and 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 that's a good point that I'm trying to get to with LeBron. Kyrie Irving's a great player. And he he could have been amazing, and he had to leave because of the way LeBron was, the way he played, the way he coached, the way he did everything and and that's what I mean. He's trying to be the alpha male there. Not that he doesn't deserve it. he does, but he has to also I know people are like, oh well, he helps out the team more. he passes more who does LeBron I mean if <laughs> if you look at the end of the day, look at hood he's he's upset too he didn't want to go in for him remember when they said that he was on the bench and they asked him to go in for LeBron and he's like no so you already got players in Cleveland that are there now that are upset
1: well, yeah I mean if the guy's a locker room cancer it doesn't matter how good he I is I don't think you he's know? a
0: locker room cancer I just think it's that he bosses people around like he owns the team and he's the coach and he knows what he needs to do and some players just don't want that they're like dude you're not my coach He's my coach. Exactly. Um, it's not his role. Exactly. He's like, not the coach. LeBron, you're not my coach. I'm sorry. You're my teammate. I'll listen to Lou. I respect you. And then in a way, if you think about it, Michael Jordan did that a lot. Uh, if you look at video, yeah. he is there talking to players, but he didn't do it in the way LeBron does. When you see LeBron doing it, it's almost like he's demeaning the guys or yelling at them. Where Michael would go, pat him on the butt, talk to them a little bit, be like, "Hey, this is what we need to do. This is what." It was always about the we and the team and the this and it, 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 I think just LeBron, people just don't want to hear it. And he's got credibility. It's not that he doesn't. He's won finals. Yeah. He's he's won series this year on his own. He beat Toronto by himself.
1: I think the ego is getting to his head. With people comparing him to Jordan and Kobe, and it's like, dude.
0: Now, there have been rumors with him being connected to Chicago, too, on a possible landing. Now, that, I think, would be the best thing for his career, to be honest with you. Why? Um, come to Chicago, Jordan's shadow. Uh, he Jordan's won't have shadow, any superstars to play with. Jordan's shadow, and then you go in there, and you try to at least win three championships in Chicago. Jordan's old team. He'll
1: go to Golden State.
0: uh, uh, Here's here's my theory, though. I think if he does leave Cleveland, this would be the best landing spot for him, not financially. Um, Well, it could be because we are considered a big town, New York, Chicago, L.A. So, um, yeah, he can be a big market city, too. You never know.
1: Yeah, but who's he going to play with? He won't do that.
0: Well, dude, if you structure it and get Lopez out, you can keep and Portis, Porter, he's a rookie. It would be cheap. Dunn is cheap. Levine, Levine, Zach Levine would be the only one that has a big contract.
1: Okay, I know people have been talking crap about Kevin Love, but do you remember Kevin Love's career at the time? He was LeBron a triple-double machine. Yes.
0: And now he's nothing. Okay. what kind oh, of so team? so you're saying he would affect yes. a lot of the players here.
1: Well, LeBron James is going to go play on a team where, I don't know, give me two players that are killing it, maybe Beal and Wall. He might go to the Wizards. I don't know if they can afford. Well, oh, they're them, saying but. Wall
0: might be gone. They're trade. They want to trade. Ooh. Wall. Okay. Never mind. So Bill's probably going to stay. But anyways, uh, so the Leonard issue, we got the LeBron issue that might be happening. Today, this morning, uh, Anthony Towns announced that he is unhappy in Minnesota as well, too. Aww. Don't know what's going to happen there. He's going to try to work things out. We'll see what happens. Um, regardless, there this summer is going to be nuts in the NBA, along with the draft, to see what happens. Uh, Scotty, Michael Jordan was a better team player, and that makes him better than LeBron. It's comparison. Obviously, I think it, it, for people, right? I don't know how old Scotty is, but for for people that are in our age group who've seen Michael play, it's the same thing that people compare with Wilt Chamberlain. People who've seen Wilt Chamberlain play always zero. said Wilt Chamberlain was better than Michael Jordan. Now you got us who grew up in the Michael Jordan era that will always say Michael Jordan was better than Kobe. Michael Jordan is better than LeBron. Michael Jordan. It's just whatever, and now you got kids that are getting up raised now, like my nephew, and he's gonna sit here and tell you, "Hey, LeBron's the best." Yep. So I mean, it's just the era. You really can't. Um, uh, I think it's a little difficult to do sort of compare them, but I mean, in our eyes, we'll never see. I mean, six rings. I mean, that's that's a lot. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing that up, Scotty. Uh, ESPN and Netflix just announced that they're gonna do a ten. 10- hour 30 for 30 it's going to be a 30 for 30 type Michael Jordan story wow so it's going to be 10 episodes one hour long and it's going to be sort of like the 30 for 30 series and I think it's going to be on Netflix and they are going to start literally telling you the story of Michael Jordan it's going to start when he was a kid and then just work his way through elementary school um, high school college uh professional uh, all that stuff. space jam so yeah it'll go through all of it so that's going to be really interesting and it's coming out next summer 2019 10 hours guys of michael that's Jordan exciting stuff. that's awesome so uh, i can't wait for that to come out so all right nba playoffs we went through nba draft we went through i've got a couple minutes 10 minutes to go over uh the draft picks for the bears Do you got anything else for NBA? Nope, we're good. All right, I'm going to send a blog about this, and I'm going to say a lot more about this on our blog. Um, The draft went actually pretty well. I I liked it. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are going um, to um, have different opinions, um, but I think that two of the draft picks that we've got, on our seven draft picks. So one, two, five, six, seven, seven picks. Uh, two, I think are not going to be of any impact. One, I think people already know. Two, um, uh, I, I think this is going to be a surprise. I've been to rookie camp, um, and uh, uh, I'll just say this. Uh, Raquan Smith is the real deal. Um, he is going to be huge impact, instant starter. Um, I'm excited for him on the team. Uh, great, great athlete. He's, going, he's a George boy. Uh, and he's going to work out very well with Floyd. So I'm very excited because they're both Georgia boys. They, they're both from the same college. Th- this is going to be a dynamic linebacking team. And then to have a coach and a mentor like Vic Fangio, um, I'm just super excited about this. The other guy who's been at camp with Trubitsky, who's been there as well with the rookies, which is an also leadership thing that I've loved to see, is that uh, you never see that. Jay Cutler was never at rookie camp. Tabitsky's at rookie camp right now um, you also have Lynch who's the new linebacker that we got from San Francisco um, he's going to be a surprise to a lot of people um, potentially may be instant starter too as well uh, I know when we sign to people are like oh, oh whatever he's going to be a backup line he may instant start so we'll see what happens with that um, and then we'll see what, what what goes on with that anyways number two James Daniels, Iowa, uh, offensive lineman. He's going to move the guard. He was a center. He's going to move the guard. Uh, They're going to end up putting white hair at center, uh, and then it's going to be Long and uh, Daniels. Looked great. Looks good. Great college career. Here's my philosophy, and I've always said this. Um, You have, uh, in my opinion, players that are from big schools, play bigger competition, better talent, that are in the bigger schools. They're more ready for the NFL. Now, you will find lower talent in Division I, two or Division Two, II, three schools, and, and that, that happens, Randy Mosses and so on and so forth. Uh, but it's very minimal, and it's hard to find guys like that. But um, Roquan Smith, James Daniels, instant starters. They're going to impact our roster immediately. They're going to be good. They've been looking like studs right now in camp. Anthony Miller. Uh, this is my bad one in my opinion our seventh round pick at ride receiver Javon Wims is a much better wide receiver right now currently than Anthony Miller I know there's a lot of people saying that he's a great ride receiver and he's a steal um he's got great hands he does not run routes well uh he's a smaller kid um and he doesn't have that turn on speed um he's a pace runner um In my opinion, all Miller is is a deep threat. So he's a good wide receiver three. That can be for deep balls, um, and that's pretty much it. Um, For me, I think as our third pick in the second round, um, I I don't think that – I don't have high expectations for him. Uh, Will he make the team? I think so because our wide receiver core is is super weak. But I don't think he's going to be an instant impact. And to be honest with you, I don't think he will be a bear in about three years. So um, we'll see what happens. I hope it proves me wrong or he proves me wrong. But I haven't even been seeing anything out of rookie camp with him either. Um, Joel, Joel, and I'm not going to say his last name. Iggy. Um, I think that was a, a waste of a draft pick. Um, he potentially may not even make the team. Um, I know they said some. Some analysts said that he might end up making special teams. He's a big kid. He's from Western Kentucky. Um, didn't look good. I don't think he's going to make it. Um, it. Just to me, not an impact type of guy. And we'll see what happens there. Round five. Um, you had Bilal Nichols, uh, another offensive lineman. He'll make the team as a backup, and he'll probably be in a, uh, on our special teams. He's a big guy. He's got great speed. Um, he, he's uh, he's he's just he's, – he takes up a lot of space. Defensive lineman, I'm sorry. Um, he takes up a lot of space, and I think as a defensive tackle in, in Vic Fangio's scheme I think would work out perfect as well. Um, now my big surprise on top of Roquan and James Daniels being – like solid solid uh james daniels by the way could have been a number one pick um if these teams didn't go for all these um uh, offensive uh, um not line but wide receivers running backs quarterbacks um kyle fitz i think he's a steal um he's your edge rusher out of utah um this kid is um he's a big kid 6'4 263 pounds um he was four he was a 4.69 in the 40 yard dash um he Vic Fangio loved this kid. Uh, this was a Vic Fangio pick. He's got great height. He's his his speed, his size, the strength. Um, he's got great burst speed. He's strong. Um, overall, I mean, this he's already an instant um, special teams player, um, but he overall is going to make an impact on our roster. Uh, he'll be a backup on, on the edges, and he, he'll probably be um, our backup edge rusher. But overall, I, I really like the kid, um, and he's got a lot of heart, always tries, always gives it his all. Um, I, I like a lot. And then our last pick was Javon Wims. Javon Wims, like I said, I believe truly that he 's going to have a better season than Anthony Miller and he's going to be a better wide receiver than Anthony Miller as well too so uh, we'll see what happens there uh, with Javon I mean he runs his route he runs his routes really good he 's got huge burst speed uh, he's played with a great team again and he's a Georgia boy as well too another Georgia boy so and he's played top competition so um, overall I think that um, our draft picks besides Maybe two, which is Anthony Miller and Iggy, our our second pick in the second round and our fourth round pick. I think overall we did a fantastic job to fill a lot of openings and a lot of necessary needs in our starting lineups. And then at the end we ended up signing 11 players. So we ended up getting Niles Morgan, linebacker uh, from Notre Dame. Uh, Andrew Trombetti, the de- uh, defensive end from Notre Dame. So those two guys, uh, more than likely, were picked by our offensive line coach that was from Notre Dame. So we're going to be looking pretty solid there. Uh, Michael, jo- uh, Michael Joseph, um, from uh, uh, from Dubuque, cornerback. This kid is lights out at corner, shut down. he's he's the highlight of the rookie camp right now, um, and he's gonna he's gonna make the roster. So keep your eyes on Michael Joseph, Nick Orr, defensive back from TCU, uh, Ryan Winslow, the punter from Pitt won't make the team. Kevin Tolliver, cornerback from LSU, he's another stud and our cornerback. So we've we signed a lot of cornerbacks for our depth. From um our, our signings right after the draft and, and looking at Michael Joseph and Kevin Tolliver, again two guys keep your eyes on those guys they'll make it. Uh, Ryan Null from Oregon State running back, um he'll probably be your special team guy. Uh, and then he they picked up uh, Allen from Hawaii offensive line, uh, Kevin Walker defensive line, uh, Rotimi for defensive end, uh, and these guys are all just f- spot fillers to try to try to give them a run on the roster and give the starters a little uh, work to see if they're going to be there or they're not going to be there. Uh, and then you got Font, this cornerback from Indiana. He looks pretty good and might keep him for his depth. But other than that, um, I mean, you're looking pretty solid draft, in my opinion, was like a B minus for the Bears and the signings. Um, there are rumors that and I don't want him. Uh, there was rumors that Des White was in Chicago um, over the, or not Des White. I'm sorry. Um, does Bryant was in Chicago uh, over the weekend so we'll see what happens there Um, and yes I agree with Scotty; we need a tight end desperately so um, in my opinion Burton was a waste of money Um, he never proved anything in the NFL and now we got to be sitting here to try to deal with a tight end that we gave all this money to has really never proven anything so um, again camp is coming up in July so that's like a month and a half away two months Um, so we'll be going there for sure giving our insight on that Um, and and uh, um i'm looking forward to camp i don't think pistoleros is going to go he's not a bears fan no you're, you're not an nfl fan period i
1: mean the bears suck i know that they're
0: well they're actually doing better and i think they'll do good so i think overall they're going to have a better season i think mitch is a good quarterback to build off of um, everyone didn't like it when I said I loved him, and I kept I, I kept an eye on him when he was in college in North Carolina. And uh, everyone's like, "Oh, that was horrible!" And, and now look at it. Everyone's like, "Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good." So um, I like him overall. Um, I guess we'll talk about Platini on our second show then a little bit, because we can talk about fixing and stuff. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that that would be more under that realm. All right, so <laughs>
0: it's seven fifty-nine. Let's do it. We're going to end up uh, getting off of Chicago Sports Crunch. We wanted to drop this really quick. Um, Hold on a second here. I am looking for... Damn. All of these. So uh, what we're going to end up doing is we're going to end up going... um, we're going to end up going off. Did we get any tight ends at all besides the dude from the Eagles that threw the Super Bowl? No. No, Scotty. <laughs> we did not. Um, we are going to leave. Sorry. Don't cry. But we'll be back. We'll be back. Uh, we're going to come right back on. Oh, we didn't go on Facebook Live, but we'll go on Facebook Live. We're going on Facebook Live. Don't forget. So um, we're going to do a new segment, which is going to basically be called... Uh, Seinfeld episode one, and we're going to go for Cobra Kai. So, uh, if you guys want to, stay tuned. We're going to go off, come back on. We're going to go for Cobra Kai and YouTube Red. We're going to have spoilers. So, if you don't want spoilers, get out. Um, And then we'll, uh, or if you do want spoilers, it's up to you. Uh, And then uh, we will be on Facebook Live. So, we'll be both YouTube and Facebook Live. Uh, Thank you for joining us on CSCR episode 35. Uh, We'll be back next week again, 7 p.m. on Friday. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Tell everybody. Buy our shirts. We're going to have new shirts coming up soon. We're going to have a new logo as well for our um, uh, new WCSN shirt. So I think we'll have new logos for the WCSN shirt so you can spread the word. I think I'm going to put it – oh, you know what? We should put it under Hop-Hop as he's wearing it. Yes. Like you can wear it. His
1: blue-purple shirt that he loves. Yeah,
0: he's been talking the whole show, see? Yeah. He's got the mic under you like hop-hop, Scotty? Anyways, uh, we will be uh, on in about five minutes. We will see you guys in a little bit.